one of us remembers it, so one of us liked it, and then you don't. Maybe your memory would be jogged, but when I describe it, probably. But um, it's usually the other way around. It's kind of funny. Would, well, that's because we usually do it right after, so it's like fresh in my mind. Anytime we take any breaks from things, I'm not gonna remember it unless it's something that uh, I've it's, done it's multiple fine. times. So anyway, um, I'll go ahead and start. I guess uh, spoilers from beyond this point. If you guys don't want to keep want to go watch the episode, then come back and hear our reactions to it. Now's your time. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into spoilers now and, like, recap the episode. So it starts off, and um, starts off with, like, the quiz show thing with um, Stephanie's dad. I don't know why. I thought it was at the hospital with... Um, well, that's in there. Ca- uh, Carrie's mom. But, yeah, it starts off, and I thought it was kind of interesting because... Um, like in the comics like he's like the clue master and everything like he's a villain and from what i could tell like what brief things like he's like a quiz show host in this one but like from what i could really tell from it he doesn't seem to be a villain yet no i don't think a lot of the villains who we would associate with batman are villains yet which is an interesting take for a post batman show yeah kind of make it it like it it means that like a lot of his rogues gallery this means that this Batman never had Two-Face, basically, as a villain. Yeah. Because him and Harvey were friends up till the end, basically. And then um, Stephanie is talking to her dad and trying to get help with, like, that cipher thing mm-hmm. with the McKillens. And um, he kind of, like, she thinks at first he's brushing her off. But we find out later that he's not, that he actually did give her a clue. It had something to do with, like, Sherlock Holmes and everything. Yes. Um, it was a reference to uh, a Sherlock Holmes book where there was a book cipher. Yeah. And then I forget at what point this happens, but I do know that um, Joe Chill is in this episode. And I was actually, like, you remembered something? Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I kind of am remembering the plot a little bit. Yeah, and he he's he's on death row. He's been on death row for what, like? 50 years. 50 years, and he um, is about to get executed, but he will only talk to, like, Harvey comes in and meets him, but, like, he'll only talk to Turner. Right. And um, so they, let me actually, really quick, let me look up. I, well. A, plot descriptions I'm having because usually you carry these and I, yeah, okay, I, I so remember this is what happened so he asked um, Harvey he's like I know about the Court of Owls but I'll only talk to Turner and so Turner kind of gets his own little like shoot off plot line from the rest of it and then Carrie's having her own little plot line as well so um, the, the group's meeting minus uh, Carrie because um Carrie is basically at the hospital the entire time because her mom is making her do all of her makeup work, and she runs into Stephanie's uh, boy toy, whose name I can't be bothered to remember. Brody. Yeah. Um, I actually really like him. He's he's just like I don't know. Less men. The show needs less men. Um. So anyway. They're um. So they're at the hospital the whole time with their own little like unimportant plot in my personal opinion yeah um, so Turner um, is really skeptical about going to meet Joe Chill uh, eventually he's convinced to go meet Joe Chill 
Duella goes with him. And so when he meets Harvey, she, like, pulls a knife on Harvey, like, making sure that they're not going to get double-crossed. They figure out that they're not going to get double-crossed. Harvey believes them. She has, like, a knife uh, drawn on his neck. That's what I just said. Oh, I must have missed that. Sorry. Yeah, I said she draws a, draws a knife on him. Yeah. Um, so they realize that. She goes back to their little um, hideout area, and um, Bat Brat Turner, that's his name. <laughs> Turner um, goes back and it like sneaks in to meet Joe Chill. And so he's talking to Joe Chill and Joe Chill is basically just like, I was hired. He's like, my gun wasn't even loaded. I didn't shoot the Wayne, like the Waynes. He's like, I was hired to mug people. I was not hired to kill people. And he was like, two shots came from behind me. He's like, I was framed by the Court of Owls. They left me alone. Uh, they left me alive for so many years because I inspired villainy. Um, which you've learned that Duella is obsessed with Joe Jill. That she thinks he's the coolest thing ever. Um, She's kind of like the some of those toxic people that are obsessed with like true crime, but like the people that like like worship like the you know that true crime kind of stuff where it's like you know yeah. So. Um, you, it cuts back, and you see Stephanie and I forgot her name, Cullen's sister. Oh, Harper. Yes. You see Stephanie and Harper um, trying to figure out the cipher and, like, goading each other because, you know, they have that little rivalry thing. And Duella's like, we're gonna drink. So they all drink, and, like, Cullen's just like, this is a bad idea. So you end up with the three drunk girls and then Cullen's babysitting um, it goes back to the hospital, um, and Brody is, like, going to Kelly, and he's like, hey, go get your mom, this guy is gonna die, and Kelly's like, she's, she's overworked, she's too busy, she's like, just let me go look at him. You go back to Turner being told by Joe, Joe Chill even more, like, how he, like, Joe Chill is innocent, Turner's like, Acknowledges that Joe Chill is innocent. Um, Joe Chill is angry because Bruce didn't figure out that he was innocent. And he feels like the greatest detective should have been able to figure that out. But, you know, whatever. He wasn't looking for it. Yeah. So, um, Turner uh, is eventually told that, like, there is no hope. So, during that time, you, we flash back to the group at the lookout. And they're... They're drunk and they're laughing. And Colin is like taking the alcohol away from them. And um, uh, what is her name? Blonde girl, Stephanie. Stephanie. Stephanie's all, yeah, well, this is the clue. My, this is what my dad said. He was like, something little Sherlock. Yeah. Um, you'll figure it out, something like that. And. Um, Harper's like, oh my god, he gave you a clue. It's a book cipher. Yeah, it's like and, the last book or something about Sherlock Holmes, right? Yes. And um, Stephanie's like, how do you know that? And Colin's over there like, oh, she's obsessed with your dad's show. She never misses an episode. That was really funny. And, and Harper's <laughs> like mortified. So um, they start looking through books. And so then... Um, it goes back. 
You're tired. I'm just tired. It goes back to Carrie, and she and Brody are at the hospital looking at the stitches. She's like, oh my god, the stitches are broken. She's like, go get this list. Say it's for my mom. And Brody does, and he comes back, and he's like, are you going to get your mother? She's like, no, I'm going to do it. And she, like, sutures this guy's wounds. Um, you go back. Uh, they had put a stay of execution for Joe Chill, because uh, Harvey was, like, going to try and, you know, figure out what's going on. And um, then um, Turner and Harvey are still talking, and Joe Chill's like, you know, you're better off dying now than being in a cage for 50 years. Like, there's no hope for you. Um, the Court of Owls. And he repeats the nursery rhyme, but just the two lines. Yeah. Which leads me, personally, to believe... The watch, like, specifically. Like, the watch, watch, watch thing. It's, 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 it's like a clock tower. They're in a clock tower well, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, they, um, then you go back to the little, the little group. And they're in, um, they're trying to figure out which book it's in. They're just going through the library. And Harper, because I, I literally looked at Alex and I was like, but it's the Bible, 700 pages, and they're super Catholic. And I'm like, it wasn't. It was not the King James Bible. And then uh, Cullen's like, super Catholic, over 700 pages? You'll see. Um, and that's what it was. And they use it, they decode some stuff, they find a... Uh, um, what's it called? A place that like tells you where a pl- an address. They find an address, um, and then they go to the address. Uh, Turner's back by then, and so they're all together. They see it's like a drug smuggling ring, so they go in. They get everybody tied up. They like beat people up. Stephanie almost dies, but she doesn't because Harper saves her life. Uh, they destroy the she, drugs. She like loses it a bit. Like she starts breaking whatever that thing was. On it was the... drugs. It was drugs. Yeah. So it was like the same kind of narcotics that her mom takes, and so she's like very obviously like personally affected by it. Yeah. And then they sign it, GK, and I love that. Mm-hmm. And Duella's just like she's so mad about it because she's like Gotham. If they knew who who it was, they would want to string them up like they wouldn't be lauding them as heroes like they are now. Right. Um. She has a fair point, but also I think that there's something to be said about them doing good anyway. And um, Duella and um, Turner have a little bit of a, like, not like argument, but just like they mince words. And then Turner's talking to Stephanie. They almost kiss. They get a call. I didn't like that. They go back. Oh, and so... A little before that, you see um, Harvey Dent back at his office. Because if you remember a while back, uh, I forgot his name. Lincoln March. Yes, was given like a Court of Owls coin. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harvey, and Lincoln's accusing Harvey of having given him, given him the coin. Yeah, sorry, some um, jackass is beeping outside. I don't, they probably wouldn't have picked that up. Well, if I can hear it. it anyway, I'll mention it. But, um... But yeah, so, and Lincoln's like, oh, yeah, no, you gave me that coin. And Harvey's like, no, I didn't. He's like, there was one checked out of evidence by you, blah, blah, blah. Um, so as they're having that argument, a um, the Talon comes up and stabs Lincoln March. Yeah, and there was like a kind of like, I'll get more into it after you finish your summary, but like I thought it was going a certain way and it didn't because like in the comics there's a certain way it goes, but keep going yeah and so um harvey's like freaking out 
Um, he thinks he's gonna die. He doesn't. Um, I don't remember the exact order that it happens, but I do know that they get Lincoln March to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Stephanie gets a call. She goes there, and then later we see Harvey looking at a mirror, and he's, like, freaking out, losing it. Hits the mirror, and you get, like, half of his face, like, ref- <laughs> uh, reflected with, like, cracks and stuff. Yeah. Which, um, you know, duality of human nature, his duality, two-face. Um, Yep. It was interesting because he was making a weird face, and I think it was at first I thought it was a weird acting choice, but then, like, like he was kind of, like, gritting his teeth a lot whenever he was doing it. Like, he was just making an odd expression for being angry. But then I looked at the reflection, and I'm like, no, he's trying to replicate how, like, the mouth kind of of Two-Face kind of looks for, like, that image. Like, it kind of looks a certain way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's what I thought anyway. But um, it was definitely interesting i know we're probably gonna definitely get two-faced but one of the things i found interesting was joe chill like he wasn't the killer which sometimes they'll have like like it's not new for them to have somebody else like motivate joe chill to go and kill the waynes but like in this one he he the actor was bald and he kind of reminded me of there's a character called calendar king who's calendar king yeah um, who is Julian Day, who is kind of like in The Long Halloween, he, he's like a serial killer who kills on certain days, but he kind of plays the role of like a Hannibal Lecter type, like he's buying glass kind of thing, and it kind of gave me those vibes a little bit, but like I kind of like, like this is the most interesting I think Joe Chill has ever been, like how they wrote him in this episode, because usually he's just the dude that kills the Waynes, and then that's that's basically it. Sometimes he's remorseful. It just depends on what iteration we're talking about. But I thought that was cool. Um, what did you think of Joe Chill in this? I know you don't know as much about him. I don't really have much of an opinion. I was like, he was a good plot device. And it was, you know, they were going to kill him at the end anyway. So, I, I don't know. Like, I knew he was going to die. Yeah. So, like, I... It was, it's easy to make a one-off character compelling because, like... I don't know like with the big bad guy like the son that had dated harper like he was interesting because he was you know sad boy he was in his sad boy hours yeah i think it's easy to make like one-off characters compelling because you don't have to make them grow or give them a lot of character development well i think that they write the characters well in this but um what i was gonna say too is that um the scene where lincoln march gets you know like stabbed and like um, in Harvey's office, there's a scene in the Court of Owls book where like Lincoln March is thought like dead or something, or he gets like he's in the hospital basically after an attack from one of the Talons, and it's like a misdirect. Like he's oh yeah no he is definitely in the Court of Owls. Yeah, it, I was gonna finish, oh. but um he was like he's kind of like the equivalent I've talked about it before with you, but he's the equivalent of like Owl Man who is like the the kind of like bad version of Batman. Um, it was like a before that, and he they actually do really cool stuff with him. And um, I don't know, I really like you are yawning a lot. I really like um, the what they did with Joe Chill. I thought that was cool. Most of the time, he's just like I think it's probably the actor did a really good job though, too. But um, that was cool. Also, there was another like we're gonna get like into Easter egg type things. There was uh, how Turner got into the actual place as he was dressed up as a SWAT 
team member and that's something that Batman did in the long Halloween and he'll like assume costumes and stuff like that so he's kind of taking a page from his dad's his adopted father but still his dad's book in that case which yeah. is cool and um yeah like that was really cool um getting more of like I thought that um like the way that Lincoln and and Harvey were arguing I thought that maybe he was gonna like do something Mm -hmm. kind of thing because you could tell he was getting really angry I thought that that was going to be the moment where like his other side came out in like full form but um, I guess they're still teasing that um, it is only episode 6 I think so like they'll probably I don't know how many episodes um, are going to be out this season like I don't know how many they're going for if it's going to be 15 or like I can't see them doing like 20 something no, episodes like with 12, this. Yeah, I would think because that's usually what Granted, only thing I watch is anime, so, like, it's always, like, anime series, or if it's only a one-series show, it's usually 12 or 13 episodes. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I come to expect from media, because live-action stuff is boring most of the time, unless it's Scream. Y'all should all go watch the Scream movies. Yeah, we've been, um, going through those movies recently. But, um, yeah, like, I like this, I think this one, and I know you would probably, I'm surprised you didn't like this episode more, because it was much more dialogue-driven, and a lot less, like, action-driven than, like, the previous episode. Not that, like... It, it just it's, seemed very disconjointed. Like, the three different things had nothing to do with each other, and they should have all been their own episode if they wanted to focus on them, and I, it felt very disconnected. I thought you'd like this, but anyway, um, it's not. It's not a big. Can, can I make my point? Um, it's not like a big uh, thing, but like I, I did find myself more gravitating more towards the Joe Chill scenes personally. Where did you feel like that too? Like that those um, were the most interesting part of the episode. I enjoyed. So I like slice of life stuff. So I actually really enjoyed them drinking and like trying to figure out the cipher. Well, that was fun, too. I know that, um, I think eventually what they'll probably end up doing, so I've noticed a pattern recently with Duella, like, anytime things get serious, like, mm -hmm. she runs away. Yeah. So, like, I feel like eventually they'll probably, and I know, like, sometimes she'll come back, and, like, this one she did, too, but eventually I think, like, if I had to assume, her character will get to a point where, where she, um where she kind of just stays along with them and kind of, you know, fights along their sides instead of just running away. I don't know. I think that she's going to betray them. I don't know. Because Turner's heart. Because they wouldn't keep doing that if that was their plan. That's not really good writing to keep doing that and then her betray them at the end. Hmm. I mean, like, realistically, that might be, like, something that would happen. Like, you know, people rarely change. People don't change. Yeah, and so that would make sense. But, like, what did you think? You, you just said you thought that she would change. Do you think that, like, or not not change, that she would, like, betray them? Like, why do you think that? Mm-hmm. No, why, why do you, I'm asking you, why do you think that? It just seems very much in her nature. She doesn't like to protect people. She thinks it's stupid to trust people. You don't usually grow from things like that. Like, and I think it would be unrealistic of, like, the media to try to say that she's going to, like, learn to trust people and rely on her friends because she only sees people as tools to be used. So she's probably going to end up betraying them. Do you think she's going to be... How to deal with the talents or something. Do you think she's going to be an antagonist to them or something? 
in the future? Do you think like Possibly. she's gonna go full villain? She's gonna become the Joker. I doubt it, but um, maybe. But yeah, that was the episode. Uh, since I always do this, Ben watched the show, and uh, yeah, like I hope you guys, everybody else that that isn't Ben that listened to this episode, I hope you also enjoy. I hope Ben enjoyed it too. By the way, I'm not like counting him out, but um, yeah, uh, thanks Ben for shouting out the show. By the way, I haven't really had an opportunity to say this on here yet, but on the patreon and then occasionally also on superhero stuff you should know which you should all check out they will shout me out on that show and shout out our show which i really appreciate mm-hmm. and uh just thanks uh just like to say thanks so uh yeah i'm alex i am his wife amanda and this has been neither batman